I kept seeing kind of the same underlying imbalances in the, the people that were finding me, you know, that they were stuck in stress, that they weren't sleeping, that the toxins weren't leaving their body, that they were lacking energy and that their immune system was dysregulated. And those lend themselves really well to oils. So I was really trying to help people understand what's going on so they better understand how to fix it. And then what oils, what recipes they can use, you know, with the blends they have in their house to help kind of address what they're seeing in their health and, and balance the imbalances. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I am here to help you feel great in your body and to rock your hormones with so much ease and grace so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. When was the last time you forgot where you put your keys or your glasses? Or you forgot what you were going to look up on Google after you just had a thought to look something important up? This literally happened to me today when I was looking up baby led weaning recipes for Kingston. Luckily, after 10 seconds of kind of thinking about what it was I was trying to look up, I remembered and then went about my business of being an on top of it mama. The struggle is real when it comes to brain fog and an inability to stay alert and focused. And what we know about brain fog is that it's related to brain and gut inflammation. Now, these are predominantly due to a number of lifestyle factors, including toxins that we consume, eating late at night, especially foods with carbs in them and sugar, sleep deficiencies, hormone changes, nutrient deficiencies, and a sedentary lifestyle. Now, because this is such a big issue for women, especially as we enter our 40s and beyond, I devoted an entire episode to the causes of brain fog and how we can really address the inflammation head on. Now, for a deeper dive, if this is definitely something you want to know more about, head on over to episode 72. The episode was called Overcome Brain Fog Instantly with Essential Oils and Other Powerful Tools. Now, it's no surprise that it can take some time to heal the brain. However, it's also important to have some powerful, effective, and easy-to-use tools for you to stay focused and alert throughout the day so that you are feeling productive and literally on your game. You're getting the things done that you want to get done. And that's where essential oils come into play. You know how much I love oils. They are powerful instant wins that are very effective at helping you get through that 3 p.m. slump when you're sitting at your computer and staring at the computer screen like a zombie. Now, one of my favorite oils for boosting memory and concentration is rosemary essential oils. Diffusing or breathing it in, rosemary is one of my favorite ways to improve my daily focus without the worry of side effects or putting unnatural substances inside my body. Now, the terpene levels in this oil enter the bloodstream by breathing it in and it directly affects the body, especially because these oils can pass through the blood-brain barrier. Now, when the rosemary gets in there, you have immediate results. Memory can improve up to 75% by simply inhaling rosemary due its primary constituent 1,8-cinolol. And according to recent studies, 1,8-cinolol has the ability to inhibit the enzymes that break down acetylcholine in the brain, allowing more to remain and aid in the brain's ability to function. So that's just, just one essential oil that can bring the business when you really need a memory boost or an alert boost. 
Now, today I would love to dive even deeper into the benefits that essential oils have on the brain because goodness knows we could all use a little bit more focus and alertness as we are going through our days. Now, in order to dive into this, I invited author Jody Cohen to share her expertise on which combination of oils are best for boosting brain function and even supporting mood. And because I know you are looking for other solutions as well. I have a sweet little gift in case you want to make your own blends at home to address some of the biggest hormone challenges that come up. Now, I call this my hormone essential oil blend cheat sheet that offers up solutions for brain fog, no surprise, fatigue, anxiousness, hot flashes, even PMS symptoms. Now, I'm going to have the link in this episode 287 for this amazing cheat sheet so that you can go and grab it and start making these blends like today. So now that you have this incredible, amazing gift at your fingertips, I'm excited to get into this conversation with Jody. But before I do, I want to quickly sing her praises. Jody Cohen is a best-selling author, award-winning journalist, and the founder of Vibrant Blue Oils, where she combines her training in nutritional therapy and aromatherapy to create amazing blends. She's helped over 50,000 clients heal the brain-related challenges, including anxiety, insomnia, and autoimmunity. For the past 10 years, she has lectured at wellness centers, conferences, and corporations on brain health, oils, stress, and detoxification. She has been seen in the New York Times, Wellness Mama, Elephant Journal, and numerous publications. And she has a new book out. So let's welcome Jody to the show. Welcome to the Essentially You podcast. Jody Cohen, honey, how are you doing today? Oh my God, it's always fun. I love talking to other oil people. It's so nice to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I love talking about the brain. And goodness knows, so many of us are struggling with brain fog or memory issues or lack of alertness or just stress, all the stuff that's going on that affects our brain. And I think even each and every one of us know that we've got to upgrade or tune up our brain one way or the other, especially as we get older. So we're talking about specifically how we can leverage the use of essential oils to boost our brain and not only that, but to heal our body. So Jody, before we get into the nuts and bolts of this conversation and literally into some really powerful solutions to get the job done, I would love for you to really share what was the impetus for you to not only love, fall in love with essential oils, but then really dive into the benefits that they have for brain function. I mean, this is this is the this is the focus of your new book. And so I know that it's got to be a very big passion for you. Yeah, you know, I think uh, necessity is the mother of invention. It was kind of my rock bottom. My then husband uh, had to be hospitalized for depression. My kids were little and I had been overachieving for so long. I literally ran out of gas. I couldn't get up. You know, they had to go to school. I'd wake up with them, make them breakfast, pack their lunch, take them to school, come home, set the alarm for pickup. And it was not sustainable, but nothing was working. You know, I was trying everything I could think of and I still could barely function. And fortunately, I had just put on a charity event with a friend who liked oils. She liked doTERRA. And she came by with a huge box as a thank you gift for me and said, you know, you have been so high stress for so long, which means the chemical cortisol is really high in your system, which means you're probably chronically inflamed and nothing you're ingesting is actually getting into your system. So oils are great because you can smell them and they go directly to the brain. You can topically apply them. They get into the skin, like try this. And I figured, why not? You know, there's, there's nothing to lose. 
And I was so exhausted and desperate. I just kind of made up my first recipe and put them on my adrenals, you know, on the low back. And it was the only thing that helped. It made a huge difference. And I got more done in that day than I had probably in the previous month. And then I was lying in bed that night and thought, wow, that that worked really well. I should keep doing that. And then I thought, oh, maybe it'll help with sleep. So I made something up for sleep and that helped. And I just kept making things up and it kept working. And then when I felt like myself again, I thought that was interesting. I wonder why it worked. And I started researching because I have a background as a journalist. And, you know, when something moves the needle that profoundly, you're like, wow, who knew? You know, and and other people need to know this because no one needs to feel that horrid. Mm, Agreed. No one ever needs to feel that horrid or tired or exhausted or burned out. And goodness knows there are someone, someone's listening right now who's feeling just that way and is looking for something. So let's talk about the how, right? Because I, I love essential oils, you love essential oils. And I had a very similar profound experience, you know, using, it was a, a citrus essential oil that really just boosted my mood, boosted my energy. And it was so immediate. It's so hard to ignore Joe when it's so immediate. Can you talk a little bit about how essential oils can immediately have that impact on our brain and our overall health and well-being? Yeah, most people don't realize the reason cocaine is snorted through the nose is because that's the fastest route to the brain. You know, people don't realize that your sense of smell bypasses every other sense has to go through a part of the brain called the thalamus before going to the amygdala, which kind of controls the emotions. Smell, because it's so critical to our survival. We smell food, we smell water, we smell predator odor. It has direct access. So it gets into the part of the brain immediately. It doesn't need to go through our digestive system into our bloodstream and then be carried, pumped from the heart to the body. It is immediate. And so I think that's why it has such a profound impact. Hmm, I agree. I always say it's like it's like getting in a private jet and flying right over the border, you know, to Canada or to Mexico. You don't have to go through border patrol to get there because it's so fast acting. And who doesn't want that, especially when we are feeling sluggish, we're feeling tired, we're feeling moody or irritable or sad or anger, or whatever those emotions may be. By I always, you know, a friend of mine a long time ago, an aromatherapist, told me that you can choose your mood by simply picking up an essential oil. And I thought that was profound. I guess that's so true. It's kind of like you can choose your mood by putting on a different color, you know? So true. Yes. Yeah. That's hence my yellow today. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love I, yellow. It's such a fun color, such a bright color. So sunny. Yeah. Mm. All right. So I love that. So that is one of the, the really interesting and unique ways in which essential oils can support us is that we, they go straight into the brain, no holds bar, no having to be modulated and uses, it makes a profound impact. But also talk to me about, you know, besides going straight into the brain, and we know that we're talking about brain health as well, but also about topical application. Are there ways in which that you love using topical application to kind of get an immediate response as well? Yeah, this was one thing that I was surprised in the research because, you know, a lot of people, when they're looking at topical application, they're assuming it has to get into the bloodstream and then have kind of a systemic effect. And what I realized is that you can use oils on reflex points, kind of like acupuncture points. And it's almost like a different freeway. You know, like um, one of my favorite points is actually right behind the ear. If you feel behind the ear, that bone, that's your mastoid bone. That is where this really critical nerve 
called the vagus nerve that helps calm your whole system down is really accessible. And you can use oils right on that point. And it's almost like an acupuncture needle. It literally works like a gear shift, like your bike, you know, you're in high gear, you hit a hill. If you can downshift to a lower gear, all of a sudden it's really easy to bike up the hill as opposed to struggling in a high gear. If you're overwhelmed and feeling anxious, you know, it's very likely that your sense of safety is compromised and, and you're reacting kind of a, from a place of danger. If you can gear shift into that place where you're okay, you know, it, it doesn't really matter what's going on in the outside world. Your, your dog can be barking, your baby can be crying, you can be hungry, and you're still in a place where you can respond kind of from your best self. That's really what I think everyone wants. They're looking for this way to calm their anxiety. Mm, I love that. And can you speak into a little bit more about, because I know we're hearing so much about the connection with the vagus nerve and reducing the stress response system or connection with the vagus nerve and reducing anxiousness or that, that butterfly feeling in our gut. What are some of the benefits of calming down that vagus nerve? Yeah. So what people may or may not know is that your whole operating system is called your autonomic nervous system. It controls everything automatic, your breathing, your heart rate, your ability to digest food. And it has different gears, just like a car, right? There is the gas pedal, which happens when you're in danger, the fight or flight response called sympathetic or the everything's good. I can clean up the house and relax rest and digest parasympathetic. And the vagus nerve is the gear shift between the two. It's literally the information highway between your brain and your body, body, brain. So all of those gut feelings, intuition, intuitive hits, that is all carried through your vagus nerve. And what's interesting is when it perceives danger, when your life is threatened, it has to prioritize resources differently. It has to allocate blood flow to the arms and the legs away from digestion and detoxification. And it also has to kind of shift your attention because if your life is threatened, you cannot take in all the potential stimuli because you'll be distracted and you'll die. You have to selectively focus on what will keep you alive in that moment. And so that shuts down your intuition that shuts down your ability to connect to other people. You know, the vagus nerve actually controls um, the pupils, the, the black part of the eyes. They get bigger, they dilate when you're in danger. So it's really easy if you're trying to have a conversation with someone in your life and you see that their pupils are really big, that means they're stressed and they're not gonna be able to hear you in the same way. So the more you, like when my kids were little, they used to say, connect before you correct. You know, your kid misbehaves. If you yell at them, they can't hear you. If you go cuddle, calm them down and their pupils shrink up, they can take it in better. So I think the more we can kind of um, shift, stimulate our vagus nerve to shift into that calmer place, the easier it is to navigate everything in life. Hmm. And what are some oils? That's so powerful. And I love that we have that ability, like you said, to shift the lever in a really profound way, because goodness knows when we're stuck in that, that stress response system, that survival mode, it can be so hard to get ourselves out of there. Oftentimes, many people don't even know they're in it. So what kind of essential oils can we use? Would you recommend a single oil or would it be a blend, like a little roller that you can roll over that part behind uh, between the mastoid and the ear? Yeah, like you, I like blends better because when you take two oils and you combine them, you get kind of the benefit of both. So the blend I like is 25% clove, 75% distilled lime, not pressed lime because when it's distilled, it's less photosensitive and then kind of diluting it. But the combination of that, clove is super stimulatory. 
And when it's stimulatory, it basically activates the nerve, but it has larger molecules. So it takes longer to get through the skin. Lime, like a lot of citrus blends, has smaller molecules. So when you combine them, you get stimulatory plus small molecules. And then the carrier oil I like for that is fractionated coconut oil because it has kind of a faster impact. Mm. And so just in a little roller with fractionated coconut oil, we can just roll that over. Is there, you know, knowing that so many people are stuck in their stress response mode, that their autonomic nervous center is literally firing off kind of that stranger danger alert. Is it a good idea to preemptively be putting on the clove and lime? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And also, if you think about even digesting your food, you know, you need to be in that rest and digest state for everything to kind of, you know, constipation is often when you're stuck in sympathetic. It's like the digestive system is like a moving walkway. And if it's prioritizing survival, it doesn't really matter if you're digesting your nutrients. So before meals, it's almost like a gear shift of, oh, okay, I'm in a relaxed state. I can assimilate my nutrients. Mm, powerful. I love that because you're absolutely right. I have noticed that so many women, because I'm mostly focused on women, that when they're in a stress response mode, their chronic constipation is very much a real thing. And, you know, it's so funny. We always focus on the gut. We always focus on oils like ginger and fennel and peppermint for helping to support the gut. But that's not always the root cause. The root cause could be that you're in constant stress mode and you're forcing the cyst, the body to either shut it down or move it, like just get stuck in the process of moving food through. It either goes too fast or too slow. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's not Goldilocks. It's not no, just right. It's, it's not it's not a win for a lot yeah. of us in that moment. I love that. I am so glad that we got into the Vegas nerve conversation earlier because I know that this is something that so many women are struggling with. Now, another, another area where we see, especially coming out of this pandemic, and I know for so many of us, we're still very much in it. Anxiety is a big, big area of concern. Feeling anxious, fearing, feeling irritable. What can we focus on for really helping to support that? Yeah, and this is really easy because this is whatever oil you have in your house. It's just choosing to smell it through your left nostril. And I'll explain why. So there's a whole branch of chiropractic that's looking at the different regions and hemispheres of the brain and really trying to put them into balance. So the right hemisphere is known as kind of the rumorating hemisphere. It's it's more of the analytical overthinking. And specifically your forehead is another reason that smelling oils helps you focus because when you smell, the oil travels directly to the forehead, which is called the prefrontal cortex and helps with all executive function. So anxiety is often overactivation of your right forehead. So the best way to kind of nip that in the bud is to activate the left forehead. And the easiest way to do that is to smell anything. I like orange, but any oil works through your left nostril. And that basically turns on the left hemisphere, balances the two hemispheres, and you feel less anxious immediately. Hmm. And do you ever recommend pairing that with some deep breathing as well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Love that. Okay. So plug up the right side, grab the oil. Can we just put the oil up to like the the bottle up to our nose? Direct inhalation. Yep. Make it as simple, easy as possible. Mm. Especially, you know, if you are prone to anxiety attacks while driving, or I used to have panic attacks in supermarket checkout lines, wherever you are, just know that that's an easy way to kind of work through it. And breathing, especially the exhale, you know, the more you can elongate the exhale, that seems to really calm your nervous system and your heart rate. 
And have you found, I know you said any oil and you just, you just kind of highlighted citruses and particularly orange or a tangerine. Are there other oils that you find are more highlighting for kind of calming the system down like florals or wood oils, anything like that? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that goes on is all of the oils with deep roots, like the the grounding oils, the vetiver, the cedar wood, the sandalwood, anything that has really deep roots in the earth, I think helps us feel more grounded and centered and connected. So you could either apply it to the bottom of the feet. You know, there are different reflex points on the bottom of the feet that you can highlight, like um, the big toe tends to be kind of correlated with the brain. You can, you can apply it any way that you like. It's kind of user's choice, but smelling it can help you feel centered. Vetiver seems to work really, really well for, for really centering Yes, agreed. It's so funny. You know, I hear so many interesting things about the the oil vetiver. You know, I have some friends who vetiver is so calming and it's great for anxiousness, especially paired with like a lavender or a clary sage. And then I'll have other friends who find it so, so invigorating, like energy driven. And I, you know, I find that the people who find it energetic are definitely more few, but it fascinates me that an oil like vetiver can go one way or the other. Have you have you found that to be true? Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think, you know how like herbs, adaptogenic herbs, they kind of meet you where you're at. So if you're really tired, they give you energy. If you're really ramped up, they kind of calm you down. So I think it's really dependent on where the person is in that moment. And I think it's interesting that you brought up floral. I think the grounding oils like vetiver or frankincense are really good for kind of calming and centering. I think the floral ones are really good for getting you in the heart space like rose especially, I think it makes you feel kind of more love and appreciation and the brain can't multitask. So when you're kind of feeling happy, it's hard to feel anxious at the same time. And then I think the citrus are more kind of uplifting, you know, like they just boost your mood. So I think any of those kind of what, whatever you like, there's no wrong answer, but I think that's why they work a little differently on different people. I love that so much. I, I call citrus oils because of the monoterpene content and the limonene, like they are effervescent little happy bubbles that you breathe in. I think about, you know, how they just kind of fire off these happy, that's happy neurochemistry. And so how I start my day every single day is I have a tangerine oil by my bed and I put a drop in my palms, rub my palms together, and then take like about five to seven deep belly breaths. And I just, I, it's my favorite abundance oil and it just sets the tone for my day. It's so hard. Like you mentioned, when you breathe in something Something so bubbly and beautiful, um, like a floral, like a rose or a jasmine too, that it's really hard to have a hard, like a crappy day when you set the day up with some beautiful chemistry, you know? So I love that. And I love how you combine it with intention. Like I really do feel like plants in general kind of collaborate with us. And the more you overlay, like this is going to boost my mood, the more it does. Yes, agreed. I like it's just combining that makes it so much more potent. Yes. Speaking of potency, let's talk about brain function. Let's talk about brain fog, memory, alertness, or lack thereof. You know, so often, so many women reach out to me and they're just like, I just feel like I'm staring at my computer screen and I forget what I'm doing. Or I am staring at whatever, I'm doing whatever, and it's just like a zombie. I I just can't, I feel like I lost my alertness. Or even, again, we just, we're always like, that word just flutters away, whatever it may be. You know, it's just like, you're in the middle of a sentence and pop, the word's gone. And so this is happening a lot. We know that it's, it's you know, oftentimes considered brain fog. And 
you know, there could be some, a little level of inflammation that's going on there. We got to clear up, especially connected to the brain or sorry, to the gut. But what kind of, you know, a lot of women, we want the instant win. We want the instant focus. We want the instant alert. We want to be back, back in the game. So what are some things that we can do to create that? Let's say it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I've got hours of work left and I'm going home to take care of my other job, right? Taking care of my family, all the work that has to be done in the household. And I am on fumes and it's either a cappuccino or a kind bar or what else do we have? Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting. So the cappuccino and the kind bar, the kind bar is glucose and you know, the brain basically needs oxygen and it needs sugar. And the challenge with getting oxygen into the brain is gravity. And also that the veins can kind of get tighter. So anything that kind of expands the vasculature. So rosemary, peppermint, basil, anything that kind of opens a cypress, the, the circulation, that really helps get more oxygen to the brain and then that enhances brain function. So it could be as simple as smelling peppermint, you know, putting things on the sides of the neck that tends to be kind of a bottleneck point for blood flow, the back of the head, all of those things can kind of get more energy into the brain really quickly. Mm, I love that. I think there was a research article I read recently that says peppermint essential oil expands our oxygen capacity by 7%. Yes. In, which is huge. I would say like, if you got somewhere to go or you are hesitant to get into the gym or you are trying to get through the rest of your day, like peppermint is that extra. It's that oxygen boost that we need to really not only oxygenate the brain, but also oxygenate our muscles and our respiratory system. So I love that. And then also talk to me about some of the elements, if, if, if you're aware of some of the elements of rosemary, you know, we, we hear about, you know, even Shakespeare, how it's the memory herb. Well, are there any, besides the fact that it's, it's oxygenating the brain and it's helping to open up the vascular system, is there anything else in particular that we like herbs like rosemary and basil are helping to support us in? Yeah, I think, I mean, they, they do a lot of things. As you know, they certainly are supportive for hormones as well. But yeah, most of the research that I looked at for rosemary was about kind of dilation and vasculature. And also, I think that it, it helps with the prefrontal cortex. I think that different areas of the brain do different things, right? And so smelling it, I feel like it kind of pinpoints in a little bit of a way. And I actually think it works better in combination. Like I like rosemary better as part of a blend. And bizarrely, when you combine it with citrus, it really seems to amplify like that whole lemon rosemary combination. It's a good team player. I mean, the individual research really points to kind of the, the dilation, but in combination, you know, when you get kind of the men's choir together and they all harmonize, it, it really kind of brings out the best in everything else. But yeah. I love that. I had read that one of the chemical constituents, 1-8-cinolol, boosts acetylcholine and that it can boost mitochondrial function. So I thought that was so fascinating. But it's also the, I mean, I think even the aroma, I feel like is just very awakening. Right. When it's the vagus nerve that stimulates the neurotransmitter acetylcholine, which is kind of anti-inflammatory. That's another thing. So what I think is going on in the brain is either poor oxygen function 
kind of poor toxic drainage, you know, like the brain cleans house when you're sleeping. So if you're not sleeping, it's really hard to kind of get things out of the brain, even kind of the metabolic waste. And then the other challenge is the neck is a big bottleneck. And so the garbage doesn't necessarily drain down with the lymphatics. So anything you can do, any oil that you can kind of put on your neck and just move in a downward motion helps with drainage. And, and then I also think that it's stress. So I think it's stress, toxicity, and sleep and oxygen flow that kind of combines. And you do such an amazing job speaking to sleep. But I, I think the more you can kind of help the body function the way it's supposed to, the easier it is to avoid inflammation and brain fog and all of those things. Hmm. I, all of it, all of it, I agree with 100%. You know, what's, I was curious in terms of lymphatics, because yes, a lot of people don't know is the brain is, I mean, it makes sense when we're sleeping, the brain is cleaning house. I call it a brainwashing. Yeah, it is. It's like a car wash. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the glial cells, they shrink down and then we start to, we start to clear everything out. And it's a separate concern, I talk about this on the podcast all the time, is if we eat too close to when we go to bed, we're not able to do that work either. And so we have a two problem situation. One, some of us are snacking late at night. And then two, 1030 quickly becomes 230 AM real fast, right? That is what happens to my husband all the time. All of a sudden it's 1030 and then it's 230. And then he's like, I don't know how that happened to me. I'm like, really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, that was four hours ago. And I want to just speak into lymphatic massage. And are there specific, I know you said any oils and I'm always putting, I'm always putting my my brain boosting oils on the back of my neck. Brain boosting oils. I'm also putting, I use a lot of peppermint on the back of my neck. Yeah, the mints, peppermint and spearmint. Mm-hmm. So powerful. One, I also have neck stuff. And so that's helping, just helping my neck in general with an allergesic perspective. But lymphatics major issue in terms of the garbage disposal and moving things out of the body. Are there oils specifically that you love for lymphatic drainage? And should, do we do that as a massage? Can we do them in a bath? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, what most people don't realize is that the lymph flows in one direction, right? And it mostly flows on the left side. And so the places that it gets congested, like think of, you know, the bottlenecks in traffic, they're always in the same place, like by the certain exits. So the neck, so anything you can do in a downward motion, castor oil, even though it's kind of sticky and messy, it's really great for moving the lymphatic and for anti-inflaming. So especially if you're going to do it, like um, sometimes if you're doing an Epsom salt bath, which is great for combining, you know, I sometimes do, if I know I'm going to wash it off anyway, oil on the neck, on the sides of the neck. And then the big point is the clavicles. So right here is a really great point. Even if you're not using oil, just kind of giving yourself a gentle self-massage if that feels slightly tender. Spearmint is my favorite. I think that's really good for moving. Peppermint, if you like that better. And then under the armpits is another great point. And then I know you talk a lot about the liver. I think, you know, the body is a hydraulic system, right? So if there's, it's supposed to go from the cell to the lymph, to the blood, to the liver, to the gallbladder, to the gut, to the toilet. But if the liver is congested, then it gets backed up into the blood and it doesn't actually leave. So anything you can do for the liver, castor oil, the gallbladder, um, black cumin seed is great for the gallbladder. Just making sure that it, it, you know, the body works in harmony, not in isolation. So yes, oil is great for the lymph and do everything you tell everyone to do for the liver or the gallbladder, the gut, and just make sure that things are leaving. 
Mm, I, yes, and castor oil packs such, uh, I just love castor oil on the liver. I love it on the gut. I love it on the reproductive system. You're absolutely right. And most, my, my biggest concern around a lot of these organ systems is the congestion. And castor oil has a really great way of moving things along. And yes, and you pair it with essential oils and it's just like, it's such a big win. And why wouldn't you? I know. It's just such an easy way to combine, you know, and so whether you have a gut blend or a liver blend or, you know, or maybe you're just using really amazing anti-inflammatory essential oils that you know are going to help move things along, those are always just so beneficial with a castor oil pack. Yes, yes. And I, I love that you talk about anti-inflammatory oils too, like, you know, ginger's great, fennel's great, dill actually I think is really good. I think there's a lot you can do to kind of get the body to move, you know, in, in sync. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Love that. Okay. So we talked about alertness. We talked about oxygenating the brain. We talked about oils. We want to go into oils for sleep because as you mentioned, a lot of that congestion, a lot of why we're not clearing out the inflammatory, the, you know, the metabolic waste or the inflammatory waste that could be building up the amyloid plaques is because we're not getting enough sleep. And let's be honest, you and I both know that it's one of the biggest complaints for people today is not getting enough sleep. I think essential oils are phenomenal for helping to shut your brain off, um, despite yourself. <laughs> yes. So talk yes. to me about what are your, some of your favorite oils and do you love to pair them with rituals? Are we just putting them on the bottom of my feet or do I, do I do a trifecta of things? What do you prefer? You know, honestly, my favorite way to, lavender has the most research, right? Because the linalool is amazing for sleep and relaxation. I like it in an Epsom salt bath. I think that the combination of the magnesium, you know, in the Epsom salt, and also I use baking soda, which is alkalizing. And I just use the, like two drops of lavender, but I mix it into the Epsom salt before adding the water. There's something about kind of the full body assimilation of the lavender oil. I find that really relaxing. I feel like it kind of, if you feel a cold coming on, it seems to make everything go away. So I, I do like ritual. I like for sleep. I find that the point kind of above the ears on the skin is a really good application point. It's kind of level with the pineal gland, which kind of responds to darkness and helps trigger the release of melatonin. So that's probably my favorite application point or the back of the head or the bottom of the feet. Mm, mm, mm. I love those. The back of the head for me is so, so I just love that little spot. It, it just, and what I think also I love about oils, whether it's for sleep or it's when you're waking up, whatever it's tied to ritual is that your, your, your body, your brain gets used to that aroma. So there's something to be said about you put your lavender on or you put your cedar wood or your clary sage or whatever oil you love for sleep and your body's like, oh, oh, okay. Like it's bedtime. Um, and so that that's another thing that I love about essential oils is that is we can train our brain, we can train our body to kind of cue up, you know, it's okay, it's time to relax or it's time to sleep or it's time to create abundance and gratitude or whatever, whatever the experience you're looking to create. Essential oils can heighten that and remind you, you know, as I'm thinking about creating an, an, a sleep ritual for my for Kingston, our son. And just every day we do a little baby massage and we do these little things. And so eventually he gets to know like, oh, this is bedtime activities. <laughs> I feel like the same thing we need for adults. Yes. Well, no, and I, I was thinking about that when you were talking about your tangerine in the morning. It really is, you know, you're creating ritual. 
you're putting meaning and impetus. And so it, it almost, it does shift your body automatically. You can start to train yourself like to the point where, um, you know, the parasympathetic blend that I shared earlier, you can apply it on your mastery bone, but once you've been smelling it for a while, your body knows, oh, this is my relaxing blend. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then it's time to, it's time to shut that stress response mode down. That's what I've always loved so much about the oils is that you just by smell alone, you can train your body physiologically to shift in your favor. What you I, I say despite yourself, because sometimes that mental chatter and the list making and all the things that you're doing before nighttime, that combination, whatever sleep combo that you love, that combination can, can shut that down, whether you're done with that process or not. And that's powerful to me. Yeah, I think that's huge. And I, I feel like there is really a lot of potential to start using oils in that way for, for everything. It is, it can be a great gear shift. And even, you know, I know you talk about kind of hunger cues and peppermint for hunger. It's, it's a way to signal satiety. Like we can kind of manually override our own operating system. Yeah. Oh gosh. For cravings. Yes. You know, you, you have an emotional craving moment, you know, that difference between physical hunger and emotional hunger, and you can test it. You could test it with the peppermint and, you know, and if you can, if it just puts it to the wayside, most likely that was probably an emotional eating cue, you know, versus an actual physical eating cue. Um, Jody, honey, what else? I just want to really quickly just kind of talk about your book. You know, what, what were you excited about in creating this book? What were you hoping to help people achieve? Yeah, I really want to do three things. The first was kind of um, explain more about how and why oils work and really get into the science of how it gets into the brain, how it gets into the reflex points in the skin. And then I wanted to I kept seeing kind of the same underlying imbalances in the, the people that were finding me, you know, that they were stuck in stress, that they weren't sleeping, that the toxins weren't leaving their body, that they were lacking energy and that their immune system was dysregulated. And those lend themselves really well to oils. So I was really trying to help people understand what's going on so they better understand how to fix it. And then what oils, what recipes they can use, you know, with the blends they have in their house to help kind of address what they're seeing in their health and, and balance the imbalances. Hmm. Love that. So powerful. And so the book I know has been out. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Books are so everywhere books are sold. But you do have a little gift for us related to the book. Yes. Yeah. It's basically um, 25 different ways that you can activate your parasympathetic nervous system. And it goes into detail about how essential oils work in that capacity, but also things like using your tongue, like a paintbrush and painting the roof of your mouth, breathing techniques, just things that you can do any place, anywhere without any um, added props. Wonderful. Ooh, that's sexy. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today and sharing your brilliance, sharing your wisdom with us. I know that we are all walking away with multiple ways to be using these oils. And I love so much in this conversation that it was such a simple way of not only applying, but that we, we didn't get into a crazy number of blends. Like all of these are so doable, so actionable and so easy to get our hands on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you. Great to see you. Now, it is no surprise that I love and relish 
in the use and benefits of essential oils. I love that there's such a powerful instant win tool. And throughout this conversation, she and I clearly, we know a lot of the research and the science and it's so fascinating to see how these oils can really show up and give us the results that we're looking for. We can address so many issues quickly without harmful side effects. I mean, honestly, it's the first thing we turn to before anything else. Now, from supporting hormones and mood to aiding in digestion in the immune system, oils will always be a powerful solution for any household. And now, Jody has done an amazing job with her new book at shining a light on how oils can really support brain function. So if you are looking for simple yet effective mood and brain support blends and you want to know the why behind it, please go right ahead and grab Jody's new book, The Essential Oils to Boosting Brain Function and Heal the Body. Now, I will have a link for the new book in the show notes. You can go and grab it for episode 287, or you can just head on over to Amazon as well. And while you're at it, if you haven't already, go and grab that cheat sheet for the top five hormone balancing essential oil recipes. You are going to love it. Again, I will have that in the show notes as well. And... Thank you so much for joining me today on the Essentially You podcast. If you found this episode helpful, head on over to iTunes or wherever you love to listen to your podcast and subscribe and rate and review this show. This show has over 3 million downloads to date and it's all thanks to you sharing the episodes that you love with the people that you love. And up next, I am so excited to continue the conversation on the impact that blood sugar can have on our hormones and bodies. So the topic that I would want to dive into is how glucose and insulin impacts our reproductive health. So often practitioners are not putting together the pieces here, and there's a major connection between these two that I really want to dive into. I have a feeling it's going to really open the door for what may be going on if you're starting to see signs of PCOS or you're starting to have struggles with fertility. There's a lot of connections here. So I'm excited to dive that in and fill in the gaps where you may have some questions. Until then, have an amazing weekend and or amazing week and a wonderful summer. 